This podcast may contain adult humor, foul language, and graphic nudity. Please be advised. In other words, you're probably going to have a good time. Welcome to the nest. I look real good today. 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 All right, welcome back to another episode from The Nest. Uh, with me always is TJ here, and producer Josh is back. He uh, took a little hiatus on the last episode. We got a uh, large group with us today. Uh, we got the high school baseball team. TJ? Yeah, uh, second in state this year, had a great season. Um, we have Mr. Jack Steckler. How are we doing? Reed Drabant. Howdy. Aiden Gaither. What's up? Brennan Mike. <laughs> Hello. Matt Hyman. What's up? And on the line with us is Mr. Dom Bagley. Dom, can you hear us? Hear you. How's it going, guys? Good. Glad you could join us. Uh, fellas, great season. Um, we just kind of wanted to touch base a little bit. Oh, first of all, Colin, do we need to do sponsors and that kind of stuff? Yeah, who's, who's our sponsors this week, TJ? Well, today's sponsor is the Nike Jockstrap, um, the brand new colored edition. Um, it doesn't matter if you're chubby or leaner, we will protect that wiener, the new Nike Jockstrap. That's our uh, sponsor for today. Um, All right. Thought it'd be fitting with, uh, with the, the baseball team. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. We also had some uh, Holton burgers, thanks to our uh, last guest, uh, Mr. Greg Holton. Play pretty good. Yeah, we fed the boys before the podcast. Uh, it's really the only way we could entice them to come here, so uh, that worked out well. Yeah, hope, hopefully keeps them a little more tame. We'll uh, we'll see. I think the jury's still out. What else we got, TJ? How was how was your week? Sorry, no, we can't do the white week, whatever. Yes, it was. We actually spoke yesterday. So yeah, my my. my evening last night was fine we do not have a cocktail this week for uh, obvious reasons because we have a bunch of miners here so uh this week's cocktail is water on the rocks on uh, the rocks on the rocks yeah um all right fellas well we wanted to talk a little bit about the season and kind of uh uh when you guys are growing up um you played on multiple different select teams in the area uh the naturals the tribe um you know, you played with or against each other for many years. Uh, what was that like? How did that help gel uh, when you got to high school? Uh, well, uh, I think I was playing against each other and uh, playing with each other as well. I mean, it, it definitely uh, it brings you closer together. Uh, you kind of know what you're dealing with. You know uh, what kind of what kind of players they are, what kind of people they are, and uh, I think it just makes for a better group of guys that uh, come together, same outcome, and it. Uh, creates a better bondage between us. I mean, yeah, I feel like from a young age, we all kind of got to know each other and uh, how each other played and who the better players were and who the worst players were. And um, I like the side. You shot my way there. <laughs> as soon as he said, uh, who's like looks right over. We're not going to start this right now. We're a minute in, okay? <laughs> No, but awesome. no. I feel so like we just everybody had a good per, a good uh, start from a young age. Jack, what did you think? Oh, I think uh, I mean half of us were on the same team, half of us weren't. So I think uh, we always tried to beat each other every every game we played. Had that natural competitiveness, and uh, I mean when you combined the two, just uh, just a handful of competitors on the same team, uh, we were bound for success. So 
Who's the biggest competitor? Ooh, that's a tough question. Uh, I'd say Reed. Reed Javant, definitely. Uh, his question. Reed got pretty mad on uh, when he K'd, so. Yeah. He has a lot of anger management. Issues. Don Begley, of course. No. Great competitor. Drake uh, Wittenbrink. Drake wouldn't break up there, for sure. <laughs> Dom, what do you think? Uh, who do you think was the most competitive team uh, kid on your team? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Brendan. I mean, every time he messed up, he was always pretty mad, but he was always the first one to, to accept the challenge. All right. So, guys, um, your 2022 season, you finished in third, um, losing against uh, Joliet. Um, at the end of that season, what – did you think i mean did you immediately know hey this is a disappointment but next year we're gonna we're gonna kick some butt i mean yeah uh, we knew going into the next year we had the pretty much the same team coming back and we were all we all had that chemistry but yeah we knew we were gonna do better the next year uh i mean i think at the beginning of the season i don't think uh any of us really thought we were gonna do that but uh as the season went on you kind of tell like we thought to ourselves we were pretty good and uh i mean the loss the loss was tough but being juniors and not seniors really helped it because you always know in the back of your head you always have next year and we knew we were just going to get better and if we got better i mean the sky was the limit for us and i mean first place was always the goal but uh it got cut short again by a uh, same, same team. team but uh i mean we were better we came out and performed every single game. We were probably one of the best teams that walked through that program, so there was nothing to be, nothing to be down on. What, what do you think? I mean, you said that we were probably the best team to walk through that program. Uh, I mean, if you look at our success in our class, I mean, we were a really good class, had really good players, so. And third and second in state is very tough to do, especially with all the competition we played, all the private schools. I mean, you just look at it, and you can – we know as a team we were one of the best teams to go through there. Yeah, absolutely. Just that being a big claim, we want to make sure you can back it up, and yeah. you did. I mean, yeah. I, I yeah. have no arguments with that. And especially with the preseason hype. I mean, you guys – I remember at uh, the New Year's Eve party, I mean, you guys started state, state, state champs. I mean, you guys knew that, uh, that you were bound for something good. I mean, that, that's hard to live up to, though. Yeah, abs absolutely. I think our, uh, especially with uh, last or the, I guess, 20, 2021, 2022 season, uh, the confidence from uh, just rolling into the next year and our whole model was uh, beat the Berg and beat Freeburg and we achieved definitely a lot more than that. And uh, I think the next, the following year, uh, our whole thing was uh, FJC and uh can't really say the first word, but it starts with F and Juliet Catholic, and uh, <laughs> and uh, so we came in with a. They had a target on their back. We also had one on ours, uh, beating as many teams as we did the year before, and uh, it really gave us a, a drive and a push to not only defend ourselves from those teams, but to, to come back and beat the team that knocked us out last year. Which is unfortunate that we couldn't do so, but. Uh, uh, a trophy bigger than, than last year, and I think it was uh, a big success to end a, a, like a, a lifestyle of high school baseball. 
So tell me about that last game that you guys were in there. What what were you feeling before the game? Was it kind of a motivational speech from coach? Or were you guys just ready to go in and get after it? Dom, uh, what do you think? Um, personally, before the game, you know, I was I was super excited and pumped to be there. And, I mean, I wasn't as nervous as I was last year. I think being there before, like going to state and being in the, the final four, it really helped kind of take away the wow factor of being there. But, I mean, as soon as the game started, I mean, I, I thought we were pretty settled in, but made the first there and then uh, got a little scared there at the end or at the beginning. And then, you know, it's kind of the the story for the rest of the game, even though I thought we all battled pretty hard and gave it our all. So, Dom, you mentioned that, you know, you guys kind of got scared. What what made you guys scared? You know, being, being this uh, great team, all you got, I mean, do any of the other guys, why Why were you guys scared? I mean, this was the biggest situation in baseball we've ever like, been in. I mean, you hear about all the other guys that have been through these situations. And it's always difficult going into a state championship game against one of the biggest teams probably in it. Joey and Catholics, definitely more people in their town than we have, and it's just a big target. I know we were – Definitely one of the best teams going in it. Should have been the best team going in it. But I think that team just had a lot of guys on their team, especially playing them last year. And, their, yeah, and their coaching staff was really good, too. <laughs> uh, Julia, is that a private school? Yeah. yeah. So yes. what? what's your guys' opinion on playing these private schools? Well, I mean, do you think that they a, should have their own – class or their own competition and keep the public way for it because obviously there's an advantage there um coming from a catholic high school high school which i went to my freshman sophomore and a little bit of my junior year through sports there's a lot of recruiting that goes on <coughs> and i mean i would say that there's more talent being brought into those catholic schools than a public school because you know you only get the kids from that town and that district but through recruiting and all that stuff yeah I mean I think we had a probably one of the best public school teams well you were you were the, the last public school yeah. out of yeah, the final we four the rest were all, school, yeah. all we called ourselves the public school state champions just because those those private schools final four only public schools pretty pretty good um going back to the regular season um you know you pretty much kicked butt the first half of the season um but i kind of wanted to touch base on the belleville east game um dom how crazy was that day with the scouts and everybody watching you warm up and uh watching uh meath warm up uh, that just the the rivalry and the the pump up for that game uh, had to be huge pressure on you um i mean it, it it didn't really put that much pressure on me but i mean it definitely had a, a different feeling than any other game this year and especially seeing xander show up like right after i did and us being like the first ones there showing up at the same time you guys all did to cook food uh that was that was a little intimidating kind of showing how uh you know how serious he took it but yeah it was it was exciting it felt like one of those one of those games that you see on tv and they're all getting pumped up before the game and everything that's what it felt like 
Did you learn anything from that? I mean, are you going to take his approach to college, or are you? I know you're a pretty laid-back guy, but did are you going to take anything from the way he he got warmed up? Um. Yeah. I mean, he used a a lot of different stretching routines and a lot of different like ways to stretch, I guess. And I kind of asked him about it during the rain delay, and I started using some of those. But I don't, I don't know if I can start showing up three and a half, four hours before yeah. a game. To, uh, when did you guys kind of get the feeling that you were on a roll, that this was going to be a different season? I, I know the hype, uh, the preseason confidence is great, but there's a difference between being confident and then knowing that you guys were on a roll. I mean, I would say whenever we went to Kentucky and played some of the best teams around this whole country, because they were some of the top teams, maybe not the country, but in the state, one, two, whatever. I feel like when we played them and really competed with them is when it kind of showed off how much work we put in on and off the field that we were a team that was going to start playing really well. Aiden, what do you think? What, what was your – when you said, you know what, this is something special? Um, you know what, TJ, I think it was probably after that East game, you know, they were – year before they were a uh, top 15 team in Illinois of 4A and us being a 2A school, you know, they had a lot more kids and I'd say more talent probably on their team. But I'd say after we took a victory over them, I think we won, what, four to three right. in, in the last inning. Um, I'd say that – that win really brought us up and knew what kind of season we were going to have. Not, not only the, the East game and the Kentucky tournament, I mean, the first game of the year, I mean, we started off short game 10 nothing against a team from Chicago, up yeah. in Chicago. And, I mean, first at bat for Dom, absolute <laughs> smash the ball. I mean, set the tone for the year, really, and uh, throw in a beautiful uh, game. I mean, just from the start, I mean, we – we showed up to play, and we uh, we kind of set the tone for the year just by that that first game. Yep, uh, Brent, being a, a catcher, and Dom, you can answer this too. Um, that's I mean, that's probably one of the strongest relationships in sports, right there, is between a pitcher and a catcher. So going into that last game, you know, did you guys have some words with each other? Did did it kind of hit you that hey, this could be our last time playing together? Personally, I did not even realize it was our last time until my dad said something to me after the game and I broke down crying because I didn't even realize it. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, our our relationship just, I mean, growing up, how long we've, I mean, he's pitched to me and, I mean, it's, it is definitely a bond that uh, can never be broken. I mean, even, I mean, we, we became friends through it. I mean, we, it does, it makes your relationship stronger. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I agree with Brennan a, a bunch. Uh, ever since, I don't know, it was probably 13, 14 you whenever he started catching me, uh, I feel like he, he helped me out a lot, and I helped him out a lot, him just catching me and seeing seeing that velo and different kinds of pitches. It, it really helped him with everything. Absolutely. And in the whenever the we went out there, I got done warming up for the last game. And uh, Brennan comes walking out, and he was like, all right, let's do this. And I was like, yep, last time together. And, you know, gave him a little fist bump, and he 
I guess he didn't hear it or didn't acknowledge it. Totally or crossed my mind. But yeah, and then and then after the game, he come like walking over to me crying, and I was like, dude, why why are you crying? And then he was like, I didn't even realize that was our last time, you know, pitching and catching together. And I was like, I mean, I I tried telling you. <laughs> it's probably a good thing you didn't know that's, that's it. Definitely, probably was. How would I? How would I start yeah. crying before the game? Yeah. <laughs> so let's get to the playoffs. Um, first round against Alton Marquette. Um, all that confidence that you guys kind of came rolling into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you know, it. it, uh, it they, I, I don't know. Didn't necessarily outpitch us, but uh, I mean, they outplayed us until. Uh, Dom came up within the uh, bottom of the seventh, I guess, huh? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we went into that game thinking it was going to be a very easy game because we short-gamed them mid-season, didn't we, guys? I think we, we definitely handled ourselves. Yeah, the, the triple that scored three. But, I mean, it, I mean, it, it was a – it definitely showed us that we needed to not come into games like, oh, we've beat these guys before. We can handle these guys. I mean, it, we – Definitely walked into that Alton Marquette game and was like, "Oh, it's just another another game." And we didn't realize that they were going to have a fire under their butt. And I mean, it's playoffs. It's their it's their last time in high school. I mean, they're going to have the same pumped up. And I mean, like I said before, we we had a target on our back, and uh, they definitely came to play. We did not. And uh, thank thank God for Dom Bagley and his 400 foot home runs and. Doing it, it like it's nothing. 400, I'd say. Like it squeaked over the fence by maybe a yeah, foot. 366. <laughs> what do you remember about that at bat? About the at bat? Well, just I mean, you came in and you kind of, I think you closed them out pitching right, um, and then uh, and then you walked it off. Yeah. Well, I, I saw the kid warming up, and then I kind of just stood there, and I didn't even take any practice swings. I just stood there and watched them. I figured, you know, bringing that kid out, that that they weren't even gonna throw to me. So then I, you know, kind of just went up there nonchalant. Then I stood in the box, and then was waiting for the coach to be like, "Yep, just put him on." But I mean, he never did, and I got him there, and I was like, "Okay, I uh, guess we'll see what happens." Did that give you guys a boost? I mean, did it wake you up a little yeah, bit? Uh, I I think that was probably the best feeling ever, especially doing there's it a, the year there's before. a serious wake up call for all of us. Absolutely. Too. I mean, yeah. the fact that you just pulled it out. At Me the personally, I, it was probably like around the fourth, fifth, fifth inning. I think we were down four or something, and it like really settled in like, wow, we could really yeah, lose first yeah. game, and we had all this buildup for nothing. But I'd say we ended up, Dom ended up coming through <laughs> for us. So, yeah. Uh, I think it was a big wake-up call, and – the fact that we played probably the worst game we could have played, and they played a perfect game, and we still managed to squeak in a win. Thank gosh! But I think us, us, like going through that win. I mean, we we were upset that we almost lost. I mean, that the lo losing was in the back of our minds, but half of you almost thinks that we just played our worst game and the team just played a perfect game and we still managed to win. And I think just 
them letting us win that one game gave us all the momentum and all the drive we needed to make a deep playoff run instead of it ending early like it could have. Yeah, I think those kind of games are super, super important, especially for a, a team as good as you guys and have as much hype because those games are like, hey, we're not invincible. Yeah. And like you just said, Jack, I mean, it makes you try harder. It makes you really sit down and focus like, hey, we, we're not just going to walk to the playoffs. You know, this is this is going to be a challenge. Well, and, and especially from then on, your, your confidence had to have grown. I mean, you guys uh, beat Breeze 4 nothing. Newton ten nothing, Father McGivney six three in a, in a huge battle. It was probably closer than the score uh, showed. Uh, then you beat Nashville four to one and DePaul nine to nothing. I mean, after that game, I know some of the parents even were kind of a little nervous during that uh, the uh, Marquette game. And honestly, after that, I walked into the stadiums knowing you guys were going to win. There wasn't a question. Uh, it, it just your confidence was through the roof. Yeah, that that Father McGivney game was definitely. Uh that was probably the most nervous I was for a game. I mean, Father McGivney was sort of like us. I mean, they were a very hyped-up team. They were uh, projected to be the state, I mean, winners of the of the uh, the whole thing. And I think uh, walking into that game, it was kind of – it felt like the state championship. Uh, and obviously, Dom threw a beautiful game. And our hit, our bats came to – they came in clutch. And uh, it, it definitely was uh, – one of the biggest games of our lives, really. Well, that game for sure was <coughs> definitely felt like a, a state game. I remember before, like whenever the national anthem was going, me and Brennan would look at each other and both just joke about puking, but I know we could both feel like we were going to puke before that game. Because the feeling going into games like that, it's just the biggest game. We're done after that. And this team was projected so high, and there was a very good chance we could have lost that game. But yeah, they were 37-1. and one. Yeah going into that game and yeah. I know the scouts and uh, some of the, the perfect game guys that your dad had talked to um, I mean they flat out said that that was the best game that was the state championship number one because they knew that eventually you guys were just going to follow or face nothing but more private schools but uh, it was just such a good battle it was unbelievable yeah I think um, it was the number one game to watch that season I think by GSV and I think PBR Illinois also posted something about it saying that it was like like the biggest game of the year for high school but I would say that game was a very a team win no doubt about it everyone played great I mean mean, the bench was high too I mean so all all of the uh, news channels the you know channel two the post dispatch everybody was so focused on father mcgivney uh coming into that game i mean not that they didn't give you guys a chance but uh, i mean they kind of didn't and uh, you just went out and punched them in the gut and took it right away from them um especially reed and brendan i want to ask you guys since you were both injured during last year's playoffs what were your uh, nerve levels this year as opposed to to last year you were in the middle of it but you couldn't contribute yeah I I don't think personally I had that that wow factor like like Dom talked about uh, because I mean I was just sitting on the bench watching with a cast on my hand (laughs) so uh, I think this year I got that I mean I got that wow factor being behind the plate and I mean in playoffs state championship I mean mean, it is uh, it's definitely a different feeling than watching from the bench yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, 
going from last year, we're literally just sitting there watching the games. And obviously, we're happy for the team, but it sucks because maybe you were supposed to be on that team, on that team that's going and, to and state for the first yeah. time. When you come out from the start of the season, I remember OD said at the very start of the season, you guys are the most inexperienced team. Yeah. And then, I mean, we proved that wrong. But coming from that, and you guys go to state and you're sitting on the bench, yeah. it really sucks. Yeah, it definitely makes you feel like, like what would have happened if, like, we could have contributed to that, like, would the outcome have been different and stuff like that. So it sucks. But, uh, I mean, it, it, we I think we, we grew from it. We kind of – we were ready still to play. I mean, we wanted that chance to be in that in that wow factor and in that moment. So it was definitely a wake up call. It was it was definitely scary. First game we play against Marquette and almost lose. That's like our first playoff game we got to play, and then yeah. we go all the way to state. And being in Bradley's field, that was a crazy experience. Oh yeah, but we didn't get to experience that. We were just sitting on the sidelines last time. Right. So how? I know you guys said you've all been playing together for a really long time. So, you got just a couple of questions. Who Who's the biggest goofball on the team? Aiden Gaither. Aiden, or Mazadonski. Or Maz. Gaither. Yeah. <laughs> or Don Andres. Yeah. Even OD could attest to that. I mean, that, he's, he's definitely the. Aiden, the what do you think? Uh, what do you bring to the team? I mean, it's obviously not your physical ability. It's I mean, it was. Oh, so. <laughs> okay. Some, some, some. It, was, it was probably his nine bats he had in but, his locker. Uh, the nine bats he had in his bag. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was the nine bats you had in your bag. <laughs> I can only fit four. <laughs> but do you do that on purpose? I mean, are you there to bring a goofiness to let every make everybody loose, or are you just naturally goofy? I'd say... I'm there to have a good time, you know. I feel like I'm more of a hype man. I'm getting everybody going. And, you know, bring the energy, you know. It's just me. It's just who I am. <laughs> who I've always been. <laughs> there's definitely two sides to that. No, there's not. Yeah. If you're having a bad game, everyone's having a bad game. Yeah, because if I have a bad game, I, I do show it, and that's probably the worst part about it that I probably need to pick up. But, you know, when I'm having a good game, we're all having a good time. The boys are buzzing. <laughs> the boys are buzzing. So, what did you, what do you guys think you take from this monster year to life? I mean, not only to some of you are playing college ball. We've got the JUCO jams sharing a couch here. We've got other guys that aren't going to play ball, and, and they're just going to focus on academics. Uh, what do you think this year showed you about the future? I mean, I think. This showed me that a lot of guys that you wouldn't think you'd actually be friends with could be some of your closest friends. Like some of the youngest kids, like Logan Bosch. Oh, a sophomore, he was on the team last year. You wouldn't think a bunch of seniors would be friends with him, but Brody. he definitely was. Or Brody. Right. Six freshman five. He's added. not a freshman. He's yeah, man. This year. Brody coming in. Like this, what is he ranked like super high on PBR for his age group? He's like very high overall. Very good player, but, you know, that freshman – I mean, Dom, you probably have a say on this, yes, being that freshman on varsity when you came in also. So what is your viewpoint on that? Uh, <laughs> freshman year, we didn't have a season because of COVID, but, uh, I mean, being a sophomore on varsity, it was pretty cool, but it was also uh, – there's a little bit of pressure on you because you're kind of expected to, get, to do, do good as the younger guy. 
Dom, going going back to you real quick, um, being being drafted and having these scouts come out and watch you. I mean, did any of that ever get to you? Did you ever focus on that? Um, I mean, no, not really. It was it just kind of felt like more fans there, but I mean, everybody would ask me about it and talk to me about it. So, I mean, it was it was cool. It was definitely really exciting, but I don't think it put any more pressure on me. When you're warming up and all those scouts are standing around you, how do you not just let the nerves get to you and just sail that first pitch and, and look like me throwing batting practice? I mean, how do you not – how do the, does that not drive you nuts? Um, I mean, I, I feel like that's where I kind of get it all out is in the bullpen. I mean, you, you can ask Brennan about this. Uh, some games, whenever there were scouts there, uh, I didn't really have the best of bullpens and didn't have any control at all. But once I got out there on the mound and in the game, it kind of just, just came by instinct. Dom, you're you're going to play ball at Kansas, right? Yes. So how did you make that decision to go play, you know, a year of college and not, you know, go play since you got drafted? Um. Well, I had the, a team call me in about the sixth, seventh round. But I decided not to take that because I felt like the college experience and what I would learn and gain from going to college and playing like three years of baseball here, I felt like that was more than the amount of money that they were offering me. And then the time that I did get drafted, um, they, they didn't really say how much they were offering. They just knew that it wasn't, it wasn't high enough for me to take it. So they kind of just picked me just in case something would happen. They wanted me to be the guy that would, like, be the fill-in. So um, the Juco Jam, fellas, um, do you guys uh, leaving here in a couple weeks, continuing your baseball career, what are you most excited about? Playing at the next level, I think, really. Uh, getting Hopefully getting the same uh, the, uh, same bonding with a new team and uh, – uh, meeting new players and hopefully becoming, I mean, you know, meeting new friends and making more, I mean, lifeline, li lifetime friends and teammates. And I mean, it's just a, it's a new chapter and it's a, it's a different uh, experience to go through life. It'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. And uh, the difference between our situation and Dom's was, I mean, obviously Dom's better, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we don't get, the facilities and the treatment that Dom gets, so we're all in the we're all in the same situation. We're going through the same struggles, like all of us. Cause but your facilities and training is going to be much better than high school. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, it absolutely <laughs> will be. You think? Over at East Central, you know. East Crandallet. East Crandallet University. <laughs> um, at the moment, we are finally getting batting cages put up, though. They're in the works. They just don't have nets on them. Probably not till. January, I believe. Baby steps. Baby steps. So where, where are you guys all playing? Vincennes University in Indiana. Um, East Central College in Union, Missouri. Uh, and then I'm playing at uh, St. Charles Community College. Yeah. Jack, Matt, are you guys not playing ball next year? They are focusing on academics. Yeah. As Matt, yeah, Matt, Matt is not <laughs> academic at anything. 
No, but it's definitely, it's definitely exciting to go to a school to play baseball. I mean, even if it is junior college, it's another level. It's not an even if. I mean, I, I think that was maybe 20, 25 years ago. That's what yeah. everybody thought about it. We I mean, there have been. I like that anymore. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of success, especially. I mean, just like our, I mean, an old Columbia. I mean, Josh Fleming went to a D3. I mean, was that D3? Webster. Yeah, D3. Webster, and I mean, and plays for the, the Rays now, right? Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. make a name for yourself. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's how hard you grind and what you do. And I mean, wherever you are, whatever team you play for, I mean, you can still make it. That's what I'm anywhere. most excited about. You guys were actually get some training and some strength and, and yeah. agility stuff and, and good batting coaches and pitching coaches. And, uh, you know, your, your talent will just uh, multiply. I mean, yeah. Dom's going to be Dom. He's, you know, probably going to fail somewhere. Who knows? But you guys have a chance to really grow and uh, see what happens at that next level. I mean, I think we're probably all going to be watching Dom on TV one of these days. and. Sunday uh, starter, gonna, Saturday starter. We're going to be watching Aiden on um, America's Most Wanted. Or, yeah, America's Most Wanted. That's where we'll see him on TV. But <laughs> you, you guys have a great chance ahead of you. Yeah, Brent, I'm glad that you uh, you brought up. So I'm glad that you brought up Josh Fleming um, and everything that he did. Because like I said, he went to a D3 and he grinded it out. And he, I'm, he made a name for himself, absolutely. Yep. And I'm glad you said that too, Reed. Anybody can do it. I mean, he is, he's the prime example because I went to high school with him. And if you would have seen him in high school, he was just a skinny guy. He was a good pitcher, but he wasn't anything to really write home about. I mean, he wasn't featured in the newspapers or anything like that. Spent a year at college, a couple years at college, and look at him now. Well, fellas, um, I can't thank you enough for stopping by today. We've been talking about this for a while. Um, maybe during uh, Thanksgiving break come by and maybe we'll get a little bit more of the crew and uh, get together and have another one see yeah see how your workouts are going jack see how many uh classes you're passing matt probably not so fast you're failing uh, i'm just kidding you, matt. how many classes you're actually taking and, uh, but yeah uh, great season guys i can't tell you uh, the parents had so much fun uh you guys should be super proud of yourself um it uh, it was it was a blast it was a good year yeah, we actually got a couple of the parents with us today here. Any, You guys want to add anything? Not so much. All of a sudden, they're quiet now. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, Dom, thanks for uh, joining us on the phone. And, thanks uh, for having me. Guys, thanks for coming in and uh, eating with us. Some good Holton burgers this evening. And uh, we will uh, catch you next week, everybody. All righty. See you, Terry. Thanks for having us.